This is CliffCentral.com. Look, he's here. It's Rich Mulholland. Hi, Rich. Hello there. It's time for a Monday morning wake up with Rich Mulholland. How are you, sir? I'm grand. How the hell are you? Excellent. So you went Fantastic. to see Gods of Egypt, obviously. Good. Yes. I uh, no. <laughs> what I did right. go see was the boss. The, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. And? I, I, I mean, I laughed till I cried. Ah, so, so not disappointing. So, then. Yeah. Well, screw you, time. What do you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, you, I mean, it's obviously not an intellectual uh, film, but it was. It was very fun. Anyway, we we laughed. Oh, we laughed. Okay, All right. bit, bit of an update. I, I thank you to you guys for starting off on the religious thing a bit earlier. I have some some rebuttals. You have some <laughs> things. You, to you've got to stop going for some harder topics, really. Yeah. No. Well, I I guess to Mub's point about um, they need to update the Bible because if you're a good person, you get into heaven. The Bible never promised that that would get you into heaven. You could be a good person, but if you don't believe in God and accept yeah. Him as your savior, no, you're burning in hell. That's I mean, it's pretty clear on that. So I think we can. And then on, and of course, it depends on which Bible and which God. Yeah, yeah for sure, know, exactly. It's very complicated. And then on being um, rich uh, to get in, uh, in heaven, uh, it's more that rich people can give more. And the more you give, according to Corinthians, uh, the better the seat you get in the big house. So, uh, yeah, it does help. All right. So, in other words, you have to be rich in order to give more. To in order give to give more. more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see. That's so that, a, that's a kind of that's a, that's the thing. But I had great fun uh, listening to that this morning on the way in. <laughs> All right. So, what's your bugbear for a Monday today? So, as mentioned last week, I'm talking religion today, mm-hmm. and um, but I want to tell you a bit of a story. I wrote this story yesterday, just for today. All right. So it's called The Story of the Young Woman That Bumped Her Head. All right. Once upon a time, there was a young woman that bumped her head. When the young woman awoke from the bump, she'd lost all her memories. She could see that she was fairly far pregnant, but she had no idea who the father of her unborn child was. After a month or two, the young woman gave birth to her child. One day, when the child was about five years old, uh, they asked their mom, Who is my father? The mother, determined to answer the child's question, decided to make it her life's work to find out. She sent people far and wide to spread the word that she was looking for the father of her child. Before long, men started arriving at her door claiming to be the one. Some seemed too fantastical to be true. Others were more plausible and stuck around for a while, but eventually they all appeared to be hoaxes. One day, a man arrived at the door and said, I'm here because I'm the child's father. The mother, wary after a thousand of men, uh, thousands of men that came before him, looked at the man defiantly and said, Prove it. The man said simply, let us agree first that there must be a father. There is no way you could have conceived the child by yourself, correct? The woman hesitated this for a while. She'd never thought about it that way before. Perhaps there is no father. Perhaps I did conceive this child myself, she said. After all, there have been many men that claim to be the father before you, and it never turned out to be true. The man sighed and went on to explain uh, to the woman the science of how a child is created in the womb. He spoke so convincingly that eventually she admitted that there was simply not enough evidence to prove that there was not a father. To which the man smiled and said, You see, you admit that you cannot prove that there is not a father. He paused and proclaimed triumphantly, Therefore, I must be the father. And they all lived happily ever after. (laughs) <laughs> now, <laughs> this All is right. the argument that people have with me time and time and time again, religious people, about uh, the proof of the existence of their specific religion. They argue that I cannot prove beyond uh, a reasonable doubt that nothing came before the Big Bang. Therefore, there must be a God. Therefore, they are correct. I don't need them to prove to me that there is a God. I need their God to take a paternity test. Right? <laughs> like thousands of gods came before yeah. 
uh, whichever one you happen to. This is, by the way, this is an equal opportunity. This is everybody, not just any one religion. I, I was, I've been reading a lot about the Persians re- recently. They had a god called Ahura Mazda, right? Very powerful in his time. I mean, he helped them to establish, if you believe the, the, the chronicles, he helped them to establish the most powerful ancient empire before Greece and Rome. Right? Terrific. Only to be defeated much later by Alexander the Great. Lasted 200 years, the Persian Empire. Ahura Mazda was revered. And there were temples all over the world, the, the then known world, to Ahura Mazda. But I don't know if I could find anyone right now who believes in him. Right. But at that stage, they were hell-bent and convinced that Ahura Mazda was the guy. So that's the thing. So it's a lot of a lot of theists. Uh, what they just dis- they don't understand is that um, myself and every theist in history, we don't believe in thousands of gods. Uh, I just don't believe in one more than them. Yeah, uh, right. And exactly. It's not a case of the fact that um, it's basically for me. It's not enough to just simply say, "Ah, oh, well, because there was a god." I I, I sum this up in a Latin term: uh, "Care deus ergo mea deus." Because there was, because there was a God, therefore it is my God. And I think this is a, an unreasonable, I made that up by the way. I mean, it, I, I loosely took bits of Latin to make it sound intelligent. But, uh, because I was like, yeah, man, this rhymes and everything. Caedes ergo meades. But anyway. Well, we all know what ergo means. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite is, um, oh, bollocks. That's a whole other conversation. But, um, yeah, so so I, I get very, very frustrated with this. And for me, the assumption isn't that you have to prove anyone or another. I mean, if you look at the, what's it, uh, uh, the who was it, the, the confluence of the Tigris and Euphrates in Mesopotamia, every single area that sprouted up there uh, worshipped a different deity. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them, all of those civiliz- civilizations mm-hmm. worshipped a different one. Again, none of them are worshipped today. But today, do you know over a thousand I don't know, Marduk does, Marduk does okay. Well, right. there's over a thousand different deities still worshipped today around the world. Yeah, which means that for those people who say there's only one God, that means that every other religion's wrong. Right. Their argument is much more pertinent. I don't understand why religious people spend so much time arguing with atheists and not nearly enough time arguing with each other. Okay, they have some of that too. But you very rarely sure. hear debates, intellectual debates between, say, a Christian and a Jew. Arguing about who's right and who's wrong. No, they don't like they, to do. They that. respectfully believe. Now you can't respect. You can't respect somebody else's opinion. In according to the Jewish people, the Passover and things like this, everybody who wasn't you know Jewish died. Perished. First, yeah, perished. Yeah, firstborn son. Right. Yeah. Right. So so there's no way that we can be. You don't get to say you're a second class citizen if you're not Jewish. So so I don't understand why Christian people would respect that. But what they don't like is a lack of belief. They don't mind if you believe something completely different. They don't mind if you're Hindu. They respect that and they respect all your beliefs there. You know, but if you believe, if you don't believe in anything, that's what people have a problem with, which is always like I can't understand why a lack of belief is so offensive to people. It's like if you were in Britain and you, Rich, let's say you supported a Brexit and I said we should remain. And Ben didn't really give a shit. And we both hated Ben more than we hated each other. Right. That's, that, that wouldn't make sense, right? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And, and we, we want Ben to justify why he doesn't care one way or another. Yeah. And we both gang up on Ben. Yeah. To make sure that he cares. I mean, oh no, sounds like a fun, fun Monday. <laughs> but yeah. 
Anyway, so it wasn't specifically a debate about the religious people. It was a debate about religious arguments. And I'm sick of their empty ones, and that argument is no longer valid for me. So who was the father of the woman in your story? There is no father because it was immaculate. Immaculate conception. Yeah. I, I yeah. was hoping you'd build up towards that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, I, the, what I'm trying to build up to is the absolute absurdity of the fact that um, uh, b- because there is a dad, therefore I am the dad, uh, which is the assumption of all believers. And, and I also don't think that it's really the responsibility of people who don't believe to prove anything either. I mean, if you believe something, let's say that I'm a devout uh, Shintoist, right? I believe in, in, in various kind of ancestral gods, and I have a shrine set up in my garden, and I, I occasionally will share these thoughts with other people. It's, it's not someone who doesn't believe in that responsibility to show that it isn't true. Right. You can't be called upon to prove a negative. I know, I know. I believe the burden of proof. I actually wrote this in this thing that I did. I believe the burden of proof. Now, again, the burden of proof, when you're trying to convert me, because if you don't convert me, I will burn in hell for eternity. Mm. So, so stakes are high. Yeah, so stakes are high. So the burden of proof falls on upon you to give me some degree of evidence as to why this is, makes sense and is not a fairy tale. Yeah. Uh, of course, if you don't want to do that, that's up to you as well. And I guess uh, if you're totally happy with your... Uh, shallow explanations and things like that, that that's fine too. I just am bored of getting into debates with people like that. And let me at this point take the stand of, of, of for example, Jews don't try to convert people. Absolutely not. In fact, but pe- they make it people difficult. often want to join and then they make it really hard for them to join so they can test whether they mean it or not. But uh, Christians, for example, do go around trying to convert. Um, Islam is, is largely a conversion religion too. Um, and there are others. There are others that believe it's okay to convert. Some religions have no interest in converting people outside of the religions. Well, how can you forget the Pastafarians with the Church of the Flying Spaghetti, the, the whatever, Pastafarian. whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastafarians have you been converted best. yet? No, not yet. But if I was going to join a group, those That's would be yeah. the guys that I want to join. You yeah, could walk around with a colander, with a colander on, your head. on my head. Yeah. Love those guys. And the Jedi. Let's not forget the Jedi. Are they a religion? In, in Britain, they are. They, they film. Listen, they did, a, they did a census in Britain a while ago, and they went around, and enough people filled in the form saying that they were Jedi, that they had to recognize it as, a, as an actual religion. <laughs> that is hilarious. That, that sentence sums up because, the world today. Because all you need to be a part of a religion is to believe. And nobody knows whether you really do or not, except you. So if you say you do, yeah, you just it have to must assert be true. belief. You don't actually be, have to believe. It must be true. And in fact, 90% of the people that I speak to that assert belief don't believe because if they did believe they would be following the rules and they don't and the consequence of following the rules is and hellfire also, also you wouldn't cry at funerals if you really believed there was some kind of afterlife and that someone was going to a better place you wouldn't cry well you might because it's, it's going to be a while i'd cry i'd cry i used to cry when i didn't see my grand for three months <laughs> you know but but i get your point all right, Rich. Cool, guys. Caused a whole lot of shit for us this morning again. Thanks, man. Thank I you. hope so. Happy All Monday, right, everybody. God Good loves to, you. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. All right. There we go. Rich Mulholland in the reality check every Monday. This is cliffcentral.com.